0: Thank you for listening to a student ministry sermon from Christ Church of Orinoco. For more information about the student ministry, or about Christ Church in general, visit us online at ccochurch.com. And now, here's this week's student ministry sermon. So, just before we get started tonight, I'm going to pray. Um, Father, thank you for the opportunity to get together and meet in your name, and we're thankful for all the students in this room. We just pray that um, you speak to us in a new way tonight, and it's in your name that we pray. Amen. So I have two older sisters. Their names are Madison and Emily, and throughout the years, we've had some really good stories together, and one that sticks out to me is that when Madison and Emily were really young, I don't even think I was born yet, or I was just... A tiny baby. My parents were having their Sunday afternoon nap or football watching, something. They do that on Sundays. And Madison found a bag of Sharpies, which is never good to give two little kids a bag of Sharpies. But she did. She found a bag of Sharpies and decided that she was going to paint Emily's face. And she was going to use the Sharpies as makeup. So Madison, crazy artistic, she is always being super creative. She put blue eyeshadow all the way up to Emily's eyebrows and Sharpie, and she put big, red, rosy cheeks. And she was so proud, and she went in, woke up my parents and said, Look, Mom, look how beautiful Emily is. And, of course, my mom's horrified. She's scared Emily's never going to look the same ever again. But... Um, So in that situation, Madison's idea of beauty was just a little bit different than what my parents thought. And that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. God's idea of beauty is different than what we think. So um, we're going to be going through 1 Samuel 25. If you have your phone or Bible with you, you can follow through. I'm going to do a little summary. So um, what's happening in this story is there's some three key people, David, Abigail, and Nabal. Abigail and Nabal are married, and Nabal is super wealthy, and he's got a bunch of sheep, and it's shearing season, so they're shearing their sheep. And David has been fleeing from Saul, so they're in the wilderness. His men are real tired. They're hungry, and they've actually been um, protecting Nabal while he's been shearing his sheep, and they've been watching out for him. Nothing's been taken Um, And so David tells his men, he says, go to Nabal and ask for some food. Ask him for some resources. We've been helping him out. He should be able to um, help us out a little bit. So he, he sends his men, and they're like, hey, Nabal, can we have some food and stuff? We've really helped you out. And Nabal's like, no way. I don't even know who you guys are. And he's just really rude about it. He has this bad rap of being mean when he's trading. And so he says, no, and this makes David really mad. And it's not good to make David mad because he has an army with him, and he's super strong. He defeated Goliath, so that's not good. And when David hears about this, he says, strap on your swords, which is never a good thing to hear. And he brought 400 men, and they're ready to smack down, do something really bad to Nabal. And so Abigail, Nabal's wife, gets gets word of this, and she realizes that this is going to be a terrible situation. And so Abigail, her first instinct is to make it better. So she decides to prepare a dinner. She pre- prepares them a bunch of food, puts it on donkeys, and she's going to go, and she's going to meet David, and she's going to say, Hey, this is a bad idea. Don't do this. And um, so Abigail gets on her donkey, goes out to meet David, and she runs into him, and she says, she gets off of her donkey and she falls down on the ground and she pleads on Nabal's behalf to um, David to ask for forgiveness and say, hey, we're, I'm sorry, Nabal, his name actually means fool. He's <laughs> made this terrible decision. Um, please take these offerings and um, look past it. And so David, when he, when he hears Abigail come and intervene, his response in 1 Samuel 25, 32-35 says, Praise be to the Lord, the God of Israel, who has sent you today to meet me. May you be blessed for your good judgment and for keeping me from bloodshed this day, and from avenging myself with my own hands. Otherwise, as surely as the Lord, the God of Israel, lives, who has kept me from harming you. If you had not come quickly to meet me, not one male belonging to Nabal would have been left alive by daybreak. Then David accepted from her hand what she had brought to him and said, Go home in peace. I have heard your words and granted your request. So that's good. They kind of dodged a big bullet there. And Abigail goes home. She's going to tell Nabal um, the good news. But when she gets there, he's at a party. He's drunk. So she waits until the next morning. And um, when she breaks the news to him about what has happened, his heart actually fails him and turns to stone, and later, 10 days later, I believe, he was struck down by the Lord, and so um, you can, David then is um, happy because the Lord has delivered him from the situation instead of him taking it into his own hands, and then he marries Abigail, so it's kind of good for him all around. Um, So what we can get from that story is that Abigail is most beautiful when she is most like Jesus. And there's three traits that really stick out to me when we go through that text. The first being that she was most beautiful when she showed courage. Can you imagine how terrifying it would be to get on a donkey not knowing if when you meet David, if he's just going to kill you or not accept the gifts that you brought? (laughs) And so Abigail had to ride this donkey facing that fear the whole time and trying to figure out what was going to happen to her. And in the text, it says, right before she got there, David had just said, it's been useless. All my watching over this fellow's property in the wilderness so that nothing of his was missing. He paid me back evil for good. May God deal with David, be it ever so severely, if by morning I leave alive one male of all who belong to him. So David is is looking for blood and he's mad. And Abigail had courage, she could have cowered in fear. She knew that he was angry and she could have stayed back in fear, but instead she decided to choose courage, and that was beautiful. Secondly, Abigail was beautiful when she showed humility. The text mentions that she gets off her donkey, and in doing research, actually Peyton was talking to me about this, Um, a donkey is kind of a symbol of wealthiness, and um, Abigail, since married to Nabal, he's got all these sheep, he's super wealthy, Um, They've got a bunch of servants and she has a a big privilege. She's married to someone who's really wealthy and um, Abigail chose to get off of that donkey and to remove herself from that position of wealth Um, and it wasn't her responsibility. She wasn't the one who had wronged David but instead she chose humility and she chose to get off of her donkey on behalf of Nabal and that was beautiful. Beautiful. Lastly, Abigail was beautiful when she showed wisdom. For me, in situations like this, when it gets really stressful, it's hard to think about um, the best decision at the time or maybe God's hand in it all, but Abigail was wise. She knew that David was appointed by God, and she knew that he was there for a reason. And so not only did she stop um, Nabal and help him get out of this terrible situation, but he stopped, or she stopped David from taking things into his own hands, and going against the Lord by um, acting in anger, and two clashing pride, prideful men were um, about to sin, and Abigail stepped in, and she was the one who saved them from both of it. So Abigail was beautiful when she was wise. And this story of Abigail kind of reminds me of someone. I don't know if it reminds you guys of someone, but when I think of Abigail, I think she was most beautiful when she was most like Jesus. And we can see times all throughout the Bible where Jesus is beautiful because he shows courage. He's constantly facing people who want to kill him. He showed humility when he got off of his throne and he came and he died for us. He showed wisdom when he trusted in the Lord, heading into something he knew was going to be terrible. And so when we look at these traits, I wouldn't usually say that was beautiful. I'm constantly worried about what I'm wearing or how people see me, but the most important thing is how God sees you. And so, Abigail was able to embrace God's beauty, but Jesus ultimately has made it possible for us to live in God's beauty. And now it's our turn to choose beauty. Thank you for listening to a student ministry sermon from Christ Church of Orinoco. For more information about the student ministry or about Christ Church in general, Visit us online at ccochurch.com.